Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Water Cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. My name is Ryan Saber, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me, as always. What's up, guys? It's Lukey. What are we talking about today? Well, we're going to switch it up a little bit today. Normally, we go through the past week. We go through the next week of NFL football, and then we get into college football. We're going to play a game today. We're going to play a game of contender or pretender. And I'm throwing a little bit of a curveball at you, Luke, because when Luke and I were discussing today what we wanted to talk about on the show, we were just going to kind of talk about the top five teams in each conference, but we're doing it a different way. We're going to do contender or pretender. I'm going to go down a list. You're going to tell me whether you think the team's a contender or pretender and maybe provide a little bit of information why. I'm sure you can do that. You're a smart guy, super uh, analytics driven, so I'm sure you'll have plenty of stats. Then we'll get into the NFL trade deadline was today. We'll talk about anything that is of interest. Nothing really interested me, but if Luke's got anything, we'll take a look ahead to week nine in the NFL. Then we'll do a few good minutes on college football. We'll kind of talk a little bit about how bad Michigan is. And then we'll look ahead to the college football playoff rankings, which the first edition of that will be unveiled tonight, which is Tuesday. We're recording on Tuesday. This will come out on Wednesday. Before we get into that, a word from our sponsor. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. We're currently 18-20-1 so far this season. A 1-4 week last week, but shooters got to shoot, baby. We got to keep going. Who do you like this week? I don't know if it's just because the Packers or I'm, I'm sorry, the, the Cardinals just lost. I, I'm not sure they're a pick. It's a pick them on bet online at, at San Francisco. Correct. Yeah, I'm probably falling into a trap here, but give me the Cardinals. Like no one got hurt, right? Nobody got hurt. Kyler Murray's still playing, right? That's correct. And it's still Jimmy Garoppolo for the Niners. All yeah. of that is accurate. I'll fall into the trap and I'll take the Cardinals. You know, that game pissed me off last week. That was one of my losses. I went over on 50 and there was three opportunities to score a touchdown in that game for it to go over and neither team could do it. So I'm staying away from that one. I saw that one as well. Like I said, shooters got to shoot, baby. I got four more this week for you. Four. I went one and three last week. Didn't have a didn't have a great that Michigan, Michigan State went over. Basically, I was wrong on everything except for Georgia. Just ride Georgia because they're blowing everybody out. All right. College football, two for you. Under 47, Clemson at Louisville. Clemson is better on defense than they are on offense. Don't anticipate either of these teams are going to score a lot of points. 
Clemson's going to win, but I want to stay away from the line there. Under 47, Clemson at Louisville. Iowa State, minus six and a half at home against Texas. Texas has lost three in a row. Iowa State beat number eight Oklahoma State two weeks ago. Then they turned around a little bit of a letdown game. Lost to West Virginia last week. I think they'll be back. I like Iowa State. Love Matt Campbell in big games. Iowa State minus six and a half at home against Texas. And then in the NFL, Baltimore minus five and a half at home against Minnesota. I mean, Kirk Cousins is still playing for Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't score a lot of points. Baltimore does score a lot of points. I like Baltimore minus five and a half in that game. And then another game that I was really shocked by the line, the Chargers minus one at Philly. It's a very slim spread for me. Philadelphia is still garbage. So we're even though they beat Detroit 48 to 13 or whatever last week. No, if you feel lucky this week, I learned my lesson last week. I got embarrassed. That was, that one was embarrassing for me. But my fourth line for you this week, Chargers minus one at Philadelphia. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. From basketball, football, we still got the World Series going on. NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Okay, contender or pretender? And I'm not talking contender, can they make the playoffs? I'm talking contender, can they win the Super Bowl. Are you ready, Crockpot? Let's go. Arizona, contender or pretender? I, I have him as a contender. You know, you'd mentioned the top five that we talked about. I had him number five in the NFC. So they, they were they were my last team in on either side. I don't know. I just I don't have a belief in Cliff Kingsbury. But they're still number two in overall DVOA. The defense is actually number two in DVOA. So that I mean, they're, they're I think they're really I think they're good, and I think that as long as Kyler Murray is is doing the things that he's doing, they have a chance to to, to keep winning games. They're going to be in games. So I, I'm going with contender. He's still number two in that EPA CPOE composite. So as long as he's doing things like that, I I still think they're good. Pretender, and I'll tell you why they're a pretender. The run defense is trash. Green Bay went for a buck 50 against them on Thursday night. I do not think that Arizona can win the Super Bowl. Do I think they can make it to the NFC championship game? Certainly. But like I said, we're talking about can they win the Super Bowl? They're a pretender, and it's because their run defense. It's because of Cliff Kingsbury. I do not have faith in Cliff Kingsbury, and it's because of Kyler Murray. Look, if the world's going to give – and I don't want to make this about the fucking Browns, but I'm going to. If the world's going to give Baker Mayfield shit because he can't win in big situations, what about throwing an interception in the end zone to end the game? I mean, that's that that was the biggest game of Arizona's season to that point against a team that had won six in a row, a team they potentially could face in that NFC championship game, and they lost, and they lost because he threw an interception. So I'm going to say Arizona's a pretender. 
hard to really know for sure. It looked an awful lot like me. That was AJ Green's fault. But you know, it's it's, it's tough to tell. But that's a fair point. But don't they we really, blame don't we blame everything on the quarterbacks? I mean, that's what it looks like to me on Twitter. I mean, I don't know. I think yeah, I, I don't I don't do that. But according um, to Twitter, though, everything's the quarterback's fault. Arizona right? number five, number five in uh, yeah. I don't. I, I'm. I've. I've been off Twitter today. So Arizona is number five in in rush EPA uh, on defense. So you know they they do give up a ton of plays, but it's, it's an okay rush D. Buffalo contender or pretender? Absolute contender. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I had them as the number one team in the AFC. I don't think they're the number one team overall. We've had them, and I've had them at my top spot for a while. Uh, I've dropped them, and we'll get more to that later. But uh, yeah, I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me, but I know that they lead. They lead the league in point differential. Uh, the defense is just insane this year. I was really skeptical that they were fixing their defense by adding, uh, you know, the draft pick that they added at the, the end. Um, can't even remember who what his name is, but the kid uh, from Miami. Yeah, and um, they were getting Epinesa back from the year before, and it's worked. I mean, they just don't give up points. Uh, the offense still has not even like gotten on track yet and they still look that you know they're still scoring a ton of points blowing people out uh left and right so yeah they're number uh number five in overall offense and they still don't look like they did last year so i think that they got another gear in them absolute contender yeah i mean look they're an absolute contender i certainly think that it depends on who they play in the super bowl but they're they're legit. They're a good football team. The regression that I think both of us anticipated from Josh Allen happened for like the first two weeks of the season, and then he kind of kicked it back into gear. So they're an absolute contender. I'm not. I'm not going to knock Buffalo at all. Yeah, he's fifth in that EPA CPOE composite. Cowboys pretender or contender? I have him as a contender. I don't know if they can. I don't know. I, I absolutely. I think they can win the Super Bowl. I'll, I'll say that. Dak is playing well. The offense looks good. And then the defense has really just picked it up. That was the biggest concern that we had for them coming into it. And, and I think they're, I think the defense is stout. I think that they're able to do enough in games, especially with uh, the offensive weaponry that they have, to keep them in games and win games against, against the best teams. Cowboys Nation, my Twitter handle is at Mr. Sabatooth. You are pretenders. You have the worst clock manager as a head coach in NFL history. You're too reliant on big plays on defense and your team's already banged up with injuries. We know in this, in this sport, you can bounce back from injuries, but you need a little bit of luck. You need shorter injuries versus longer injuries. I don't know what's going on with Michael Gallup. Now, certainly that hasn't hurt their offense too much, but Dak's got some stuff going on. Sounds like he might play this week. I don't know. I was watching the telecast last week and they were talking about pops and different things and he may be out for a significant period of time. So I don't know what's going on. Pretender. And it's mostly because of your your head coach. I, I mean, that guy can't fucking manage the clock to save his life, but just too resilient, too reliant on big plays on defense. I just I don't have a lot of faith in him thus far. That's fair. Kansas City Chiefs, contender, contender or pretender? Contender. Uh, the offense is insane. It, it's it, you know even with the turnovers, they still lead the league in points per drive, and that's including those turnovers. I mean, once once they stop turning the ball over, which we know they're going to do, they're going to be scoring 35, 40 points a game. And uh, the defense, you know, it is what it is. They're terrible. I mean, they're absolutely awful. They can't stop anybody. But uh, right as of right now, Pat Mahomes is not being you know the Superman savior 
that we know he can be. You know, he looks a little uncharacteristic. It looks like he's pressing a little bit too much because he knows how bad that defense is. But like I said, I mean, there's still the offense is still scoring points at an unbelievable rate, even with all those drive, all those turnovers, all those and all those drives ending in turnovers, and they're still leading in points per drive. Like it's an insane offense. And I think once they cut down on those turnovers, you'll see the defense be able to get a stop or two contender. You still got the Giants in your bottom three? Um, no. Okay. I don't make it a habit to talk about last place football teams. So, you know, I just, they're not very good. They're not a good team. Their quarterback's a fucking turnover machine. He's, he's got an interception seven straight games, threw an interception in the red zone last night, almost lost a fumble, got saved by a bonehead false start on a, on a critical, critical interception in crunch time. I mean, you know, they need to take it back to the, you know, take it down to the foundation, teach their quarterback that behind the back passes and left-handed passes and no look passes and all that bullshit. It just doesn't work. I don't know. I think there might be a chemistry issue between him and Travis Kelsey. Not a lot of targets last night. He didn't seem to be looking his way. If Travis Kelsey, I tweeted it out last night, played in Cleveland, they'd be, you know, demanding a fucking trade and his dad would be putting highlight reels out of Pat Mahomes not looking for him in in critical situations. So do I think that Kansas City is not a talented football team? I, I think that they're still talented. I think they just have they've got so many deficiencies right now with their quarterback being one of them. And I know he's got 19 touchdown passes and some of what I say is a little bit tongue in cheek. I mean, he's still one of the best quarterbacks of his generation, but he's certainly regressed a little bit. I think the league has figured out what they're doing a little bit. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs, to be honest with you. I just, and I know that's shocking, but that chiefs dynasty ended Real quick. Now, they could certainly turn it around and make me eat my words. And trust me, it happens on a weekly basis. I mean, you know that. You've been doing this with me now for three years. You know how dumb I sound on a weekly basis. But I think right now, if five weeks ago you would have said that the Chiefs would be in last place and Pat Mahomes would be leading the the league in turnovers and interceptions and all nine yards, everybody would have scoffed at the, the suggestion that that could even be a possibility. So... They're a game out of the playoffs, and they're two games back of the number one seed. Only because the AFC is so bad. They're a game out of the playoffs, yeah, and they are two games out of the first place seed. Yeah, that's the Browns. Bye. That's the Browns' worst loss on their schedule. And of their no, four losses, not. that's it's the absolutely one. not. Yeah, no, the one where they didn't show up and they lost by like forty-five points. That's the one. That's the worst one on their on their schedule. It Rams contender or pretender. The number one team in the league. That's all I got to say. That that trade put them over the top. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they're they're, going to win the Super Bowl. they're they're one of the favorites. They're an absolute contender, and I, you know we can leave it at that. Ravens contender or pretender? Contender. I mean, I just don't have a lot to add here other than the AFC is not really that good, so they can get a shot in there. I have them as the number two team in the AFC right now, but look, they can go out there and get shellacked 41 to 17 at home, you know? So it, it's just, it's hard right now. It's hard to, to pick out which teams in the AFC are for real and which ones are not since we mentioned it. They're also bunched up there, but Lamar is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And as long as they have that guy, I think they're going to be a contender. Yeah, I think they're a contender. And t- to be honest with you, even though I really like Buffalo and Buffalo's playing really well, I think in a playoff situation, I would almost 
expect or would pick Baltimore to win. So I think that the Ravens right now, in my opinion, are the favorite to this is today are the favorite to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Hurts me to say it, but that's the way I feel. And, and for all the points, I mean, Lamar's crazy. Bateman, you know, Rashad Bateman is sort of flying under the radar right now. They got him back. They were on by this week, but last week, you know, he had like three catches for like 70 plus yards. So they're going to start targeting him and that's just going to open up their offense. Man, I, they're going to be a tough out. There's no doubt about it. Packers, contender or pretender? Uh, contender, I had him. I had him fourth on the NFC list. I'm sorry, the third, I believe, on the NFC list um, on my list. And this is just another thing where it, it comes down to Rodgers. You know, they they have a guy that is really good, and and he didn't even really have his best game. You know, we know he was missing his top three pass catching targets um, on Thursday, but was still able to come out and get it done. He put together some drives late, and the defense they did step up and make a play in the end zone. You mentioned it, uh, the Kyler Murray threw the pick with the game on the line there, and. That's a big play from that defense. Maybe they they rely on those a little bit too much, but yeah, I think they're a contender. Yeah, I, I mean they're they're definitely a contender. They've won seven games in a row. They got the Chiefs this weekend. I fully anticipate that they'll beat the Chiefs. That's eight in a row. I'll talk a little bit more about it in the segment where we look ahead to Week Nine. But the Packers are rolling right now, and and. You know, they've got Chiefs this week and they got a couple more soft games before their schedule starts to get a little bit tougher, but that's only going to sort of crystallize them a little bit for the playoffs. I really like the Packers. I put them just below the Rams uh, with another team in the NFC, but yeah, really like the Packers. Definitely a contender. Titans, contender or pretender? Pretender. I left them off. I left them off my, uh, my AFC list. First of all, it's a team predicated around a running back who is no longer available. So, you know, we're, we're going to get to see something something that the offense hasn't looked like in a long time. And, um, you know, my, my bold prediction from the preseason might now come to fruition, but there's yeah. definitely a huge asterisk on that. I'll admit as much, but uh, this is what happens. I mean, we talked about it. The guy had like 700 touches over the past two years. I, I think he had over 400 last year. So I'm not saying that that's why he, he ended up getting this, this – uh, this injury in his foot, but um, it certainly doesn't help, you know, and, and they're riding him again this year, leading the league in carries, but um, no doubt a good player, probably one of the few running backs in the entire league that actually does make a little bit of a difference, even though his EPA per rush is negative, but he is a good, he's a good player. And I think their entire thing was just predicated around him. And I, I don't know how they overcome that. He's not, he's not replaceable, but for, for anybody in the league and especially not for Adrian Peterson at this point or Jeremy McNichols. I look, they're a pretender. Without Derrick Henry, they're dead in the water. But they're saying six, maybe eight weeks. Like if they could they're in a shitty division. Like if they could somehow find a way. I mean, they've beat Indianapolis twice, right? So they've already beat Indy twice. If they could find a way to get into the playoffs and they get Derrick Henry back, maybe, right? Maybe, but I'm not willing to kind of make all those assumptions and go out on a limb and say that I think that they're a contender. They've been a team that I've had fun with for the last couple of weeks. I think I'm finally, I'm ready to jump off the bandwagon a little bit, the partial bandwagon I was on. I don't think I was ever going to go as far to say that they were a Super Bowl contender, but they've beat Buffalo. They've beat Indy twice. They beat the chiefs. They've done some good things. We'll see. Without Derrick Henry, it's going to be tough with Adrian Peterson and Jeremy Nichols. Julio can't stay healthy. Now, A.J. Brown's kind of emerged a little bit. 
I just don't have a lot of faith in Ryan Tannehill to sort of carry that team. So we're going to call him a pretender. Tampa Bay, contender or pretender? Yeah, contender, obvious contender. Guy that's at or near the top in the MVP, you know, uh, betting odds at quarterback. Doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. Saints had a very nice, uh, very nice game plan. And, you know, I always hesitate to say, oh, they, they laid the blueprint, especially for a team like that, because their defensive personnel is just really good. You know, they had a, they had a great game plan, but, I, you know, a lot of teams can't replicate that. And, um, yeah, I just I, I think they're probably the second best team in the league if they're not the first. Yeah, they're right up there. Their defense concerns me a little bit. They've got a lot of injuries. Brady was very uncharacteristic. Two turnovers yesterday. Had a fumble and a big interception there at the end when they had a chance. Normally, he just kind of rolls right down the field. The Saints are interesting to me. I didn't put them on the list, but they've beat Green Bay and Tampa Bay, but they lost their, their quarterback. So, you know, they're more dead in the water, in my opinion, with Trevor Simeon than the Titans are because at least the Titans still have you know their starting quarterback you know in this league your backup can come in and win a game or two but your backup quarterback is not going to be able to cons- if there's just not a surprise they didn't make a trade today for you know who? there's not a, there's not a ton of quarterbacks out there on the market but you might have been able to go get Teddy Bridgewater who won you six or seven games last year I don't know. You asked the Cleveland media. They probably could have went and got Baker Mayfield for a fucking conditional sixth. So I'm surprised that they didn't take a flyer on number six in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Sorry. I'm upset. I'm upset with the world right now. We'll leave it at that. Last but not least, the the Bucks. Hold on. The Bucks are are right there with me at you know, I think 2A and 2B are the Bucks and the Packers. I'd probably put the Bucks at 2A. I think the Rams are slightly better. They also beat the Bucks, and they obviously added uh, Von Miller so that, you know, we'll see what Von Miller they get. Last but not least, the Bengals, contender or pretender? Ooh. They're a contender. I mean, they can't – I'm sorry, they're a pretender, but they, they can't win the Super Bowl, but I think that they're – they might be on the verge of something here and in, 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 uh, in the coming years, there's an obvious connection there with Burrow and chase. And um, that defense is much better than I think anyone thought they were going to be, you know, we now we know too, that defense isn't sticky year over year. So who knows they're getting, they're getting a good year out of Ogan Joby. We've talked about, uh, but the, certainly the big payoff uh, or the, the big, the big free agent signing is seems to be paying off right now. And Trey Hendrickson. So I'll say pretender, but I think that they might be ready to make a leap. They beat the Ravens. Right. So they've already beat the team that I think is the favorite in the AFC, but then they lose the bad teams. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Bears. Who knows? They might fucking lose to the Browns this weekend. I'm going to call them a pretender. Similar to how the Cowboys are too reliant on big plays on defense. I think the Bengals sort of have this like boomer bust offense. I think they're a little bit too reliant on the big play. I haven't watched enough of their games. I'll certainly get to see them firsthand this weekend, at least for, for two quarters, the first half. And we'll see, can they consistently sort of matriculate the ball down the field? They have been using Joe Mixon a little bit better. I'm going to call him a pretender right now, but the Bengals are a sneaky, sneaky team because they've shown they beat the Ravens. They beat Pittsburgh. Those are teams that are historically good. Pittsburgh's defense is certainly legit. 
so they've shown they've been able to overcome their deficiencies a little bit, especially with the offensive line and, and things like that. Just a team to watch, pretender right now, but definitely a team to watch. My guess is they're probably a year away from being a year away, right? Because, you know, next year they may come out and the defense may not be what it is. And they may think that because they've they've been able to sort of avoid the the offensive line issues, we'll, we'll see what they look like. But team to watch, calling them a pretender, but I got my eye on them. You ready to talk college football? You want to say anything about the trade deadline? Uh, no, I think Von Miller uh, is, is a great deal for – for the Rams, it's a great rental. Yeah, I mean, the trade deadline was today. For all the stuff that you heard might happen, Deshaun Watson did not go anywhere. Odell Beckham Jr. did not go anywhere. I'm trying to think who else were some names. Deshaun Jackson got released, so he'll probably sign with somebody. Fletcher um, Cox was a name that was floated for a while. He didn't, he didn't make it out. Savian Howard. Didn't make it out. No, I mean, nobody made it out, obviously. So, yeah. Bob Miller was big. Jalen yeah. Smith got cut again today. He stinks. You know, that's interesting because he was really good there for a short period, right? He had that horrific injury in the national championship game, was able to bounce back a la Willis McGahee. Remember Willis McGahee? <laughs> had that horrific injury in the national championship game against Ohio State. Certainly, Willis McGay was able to bounce back and have sort of more longevity in his career. But Jalen Smith appeared for a short period that he was sort of on that same trajectory. So uh, hopefully hopefully his career is not over so soon. Hate to see a guy that had so much promise sort of be derailed like that. But, uh, yeah, nothing really happened. So. For all the Miami fans out there that were hopeful that you get your hands on Deshaun Watson, your owner, for some reason, decided against it. I don't know if the price tag was still too high or what, but that was sort of the name that I think everybody anticipated. I actually, in anticipation of that, it picked him up in all, all three of my fantasy football leagues that he was available because I figured if they traded him to Miami that he was going to start right away, but didn't happen. So anything else you got on the trade deadline? Nope. So let's look ahead to week nine. Already week nine in the NFL. It's crazy. It goes fast. I feel like this it's going faster this year, but I think it's like this every year. Once the games get rolling, you get in that week to week thing where it's like you get your game on Sunday and you're either pissed or happy for two days and it's already Thursday. And, you know, they just NFL does a really good job of keeping it rolling week to week, but it's week nine already. What, what do you, what games are you looking forward to this week? Um, it's not, a, it's not a great slate. It's not the best slate out there that, we, that we've had so far. Those primetime games look rough. Well, the Rams-Titans actually would have been a decent yeah. game, especially with the run that the Titans are on. Maybe. I guess the Chiefs and the Packers is really the only one that I'm looking at that, that looks like it's got some... You know, it's got some gusto to it. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Can uh, can the, the Packers should be getting those guys back off that list, off the COVID list, and, um, yeah. you know, we... Just still don't know what the what the Chiefs. I mean, like you said, I agree with you right now that they're not they're not a very good football team. The defense is bad, but I'm taking my victory lap on the Chiefs while I can't because I don't think it's going to last. To be 100 percent honest, but anyway, they got a brutal schedule coming up. It's starting starting you know right now. Um, they're the only team left that has every single team that they play is 500 or better. Uh, they get the Packers, the Raiders, and the Cowboys before they get uh, before they get their bye, and then uh, they finish with another Raiders game at the Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, and Broncos. So 
you know, the Browns are on that list too, except for one. They get the Lions. But outside of that, everybody else is 500 or better. So the game I'm looking forward to is the Browns and the Bengals. You know, can the Bengals put the Browns fans out of their misery? <laughs> because if the Browns lose on Sunday, the fucking season of dreams is officially, is officially, officially over. The Browns still have a glimmer of hope because the AFC is so tight right now and teams have been kind of week to week been bad teams lose good teams have lost you know it's it's been a little weird so i'm gonna be watching the browns the Bengals. i'm gonna have an eye on that one i don't know well maybe they'll show up in the pick them segment but we'll see and then like you said the packers the chiefs can the packers put the chiefs fans out of their misery i think again if the chiefs lose this game with the with the season or with everything they have coming up in their schedule, it starts to get a little grim for them. Does the turnovers and the sloppy offense continue for the Chiefs? Do they start to turn it around? And like I said, you know, this is an interesting matchup for the Packers. They play this game and then they get, I think they're at Minnesota. They get Seattle at home. You know, they have they have a, a week 12 matchup brewing with the Rams coming to town where they could be on like an 11 game win streak, which this is pretty typical of the Packers, right? They're 13 and three, 12 and four. I mean, it's kind of what they do every year. But I think, you know, my eyes now is starting to turn to that week 12 matchup for them. But, you know, they got to the Packers got to get through this matchup. So looking forward to Browns and Bengals, looking forward to the Packers and Chiefs. Yeah, can the Browns offense scrape just enough to to get to get through this stretch here? Just through the next few games. I mean, can they show any improvement or is this just a straight downward trend? So, you know, it's really surprising to me and I was thinking about it and I don't want to spend too much time talking. I know I told you that I wanted to harp on this a little bit cuz it was going to be therapeutic, but they seem to be missing Kareem Hunt a lot. Right? I feel like sort of what he brings to the offense is a pass catcher and change of pace back for Chubb and I don't know you know obviously they they can't overcome the the drops you know the Hooper drop and and you know Jarvis's play in in the fourth quarter but they seem to be missing um, Kareem Hunt a lot so let's see what they look like on Sunday you know DPJ uh, had that that soft tissue in the groin in pregame like two weeks ago he hasn't been playing Obviously, last year against the Bengals was the breakout game in the comeback when he was able to catch that absolute fucking dart by Baker falling out of bounds in the end zone for us to come back. So would like to see DPJ come back and make a little bit of an impact. But uh, yeah, that's it. NFL pick them. You ready? You know what? You know what our records are? You know, you, do you know how how you fared last week? Um, No. So. I went three and two last week and you went two and three last week with an asterisk because technically you should have went one and four because you put that little fucking bullshit caveat on there. But I forced you to go with the Cowboys, even though Dak didn't play. So you went two and three. So right now my record is 12 and 13. Your record is 13 and 12. So it's getting closer. And I think this is the week that I overtake you. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Browns and Bengals. Bengals minus two and a half. I'm taking the Browns. I am taking the Cleveland Browns 
It's a fucking mistake, but I'm doing it. Raiders at Giants. Giants plus two and a half. Taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Giants at home. Chargers at Eagles. Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. Packers at Chiefs. Pick them. Packers. Taking the Packers. Cardinals at 49ers. Pick them. Cardinals. I'm taking the 49ers at home. For some reason, that pick them makes me feel like Vegas is begging people to take Arizona. They are for sure. I'm fading the public on this one. That line, by the time it gets to kickoffs, probably going to be like minus two, minus two and a half for the Cardinals, right? So I'm going 49ers on that one. So the only difference that we have this week is the Raiders at Giants and the Cardinals at the 49ers. All right, let's transition to college football. As bad as Sunday was for me, I think Saturday – now, Saturday wasn't worse because even though I love Michigan, I don't love Michigan the way that I love the Browns. It's close, but it's – actually, it's not even really that close. And and a lot of that has to do with just the state of Michigan over the last several years – Harbaugh is now three and nine against Ohio State and Michigan State. Michigan lost 37-33. A lot of boneheaded fucking plays at the end of that game there. Michigan State went out and won it. Mel Tucker did a good job. I, you know, I thought Harbaugh made some mistakes putting the backup quarterback in there to run all this. It was it was bad. You know, that's really all I want to say. Congratulations to Michigan State. Congratulations to their fans. They lost by four points. I don't know. Harbaugh's not going anywhere. So if you're a Michigan fan, you you know, Jim Harbaugh is probably going to be the coach of Michigan for the next 10 years. So, or, or really as long as he wants. So I think the alumni still loves him. I haven't really seen anybody boosters and all that complaining when Rich Rod and Brady Hoke was there. I mean, the rumblings were so loud. Everybody knew it. I just, he's not going anywhere. So you just got to hope that <laughs> I don't know what you got to hope Ohio state wins. Close game, closer than I think a lot of us anticipated. They ended up winning by nine, but that game was close at the end. Ohio State's defense only gave up 24 points. You know, I mean, they're they're playing better. Now, the offense, Penn State's got a good defense, so I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, they only scored 33 points. Ohio State beat a top 25 team by two scores. They're kind of falling into place. You know what I mean? Like, they're there. They're at number six now. You know, I I believe in my opinion, they've really set themselves up. If they went out, they're probably going to be in the playoff. We'll see. I don't know. But you ha- uh, have you seen have you seen the, the initial rankings? They must have. Have they don't come look, out? Don't look. Don't look. Don't they're say out. anything because I've got some predictions. And fuck right, don't you, look. I'm not. Did you look at them? Yeah. Oh. They came out, they came, came across and I, I saw it. So yeah, I saw All it. All right. So that was my next, I, you know, now that I've got through the Ohio state Michigan, we were definitely looking forward to that. I didn't watch as much as the Ohio state Penn state game as I thought I would, but I watched all that Michigan, Michigan state game. And it was, it was agonizing. Just more of the same. They, that's the, you know, look, Michigan state. I'm going to go back to this for a second, just because I want to harp on it a little bit. Cade McNamara threw for more yards than any quarterbacks ever thrown for in a game in that series. Uh, Walker, the running back for Michigan state went for like fucking 200 yards and five touchdowns. You know, all that was the most 
there was a lot of mosts happening. Michigan blew like, I don't know, they were up like 17, I think, at one point. Biggest, biggest blown lead against Michigan State. There was a lot of mosts and biggest in that game. So it was just, it was tough. All right, moving on. We're still going to watch Michigan every Saturday. They got Indiana this week. Go blue. You know, I anticipate Ohio State to do what they do every year. All right. So the first college football playoff ranking is unveiled right now during this. I was hoping that we would be able to kind of predict what we thought would happen. So you've seen it. So maybe I can predict it and you can tell me real, real time what happened. Okay. Okay. So the AP top six right now, one through six is Georgia at one. Cincinnati at two, Alabama at three, Oklahoma at four, Michigan State at five, and Ohio State at six. Okay, so, so wait, 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 let me stop you right there. So how many teams do you think are like have a shot at the top four right now? How many how many teams would you say? Those six. Okay, those six. Okay. That, I mean, that's why I that's why I picked. I mean, those okay. those those six are what I think because they unveil six, right? They unveil the four and then the first two out, right? Well, they have a whole list. The whole list is up. The whole their whole top twenty five is out. Um, yeah, but, but they, they do the they yeah. do the bracket and then they put the five and six below it every time. They, right? they unveil the six. Yeah. So okay. let's do, do you want let do you want, let's let's go from six to one. So what I think is going to be six to one, I think. And I don't know. Look, you know, let's go. You you name one team, and I'll tell you who's actually at six. I think Cincinnati is at six. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, because they don't. We we've been talking about this for weeks. They don't. Still, have I still no thought they had. Fucking, I still thought they had enough. I still thought they had enough so to get into I. the top four. But I, Luke, I knew they were going to fucking do it. I knew they were going to do it. So Ohio State's at five, right? Yes. Michigan State is at four. It's Oregon is at four. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon is at four. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, so Michigan State's not in it at all. Who's your third team? Oklahoma. Michigan State's at three. So Oklahoma's not in it at all. Nope. Oklahoma's sitting at eight behind Michigan. Wow. <laughs> Michigan, that's a so shock. Michigan's so Michigan's at seven. Michigan's still alive. If they just went out, man, every time I get out, they fucking pull me back in, man. I can't, I you can't, need, you would need, you would need help. You got to win out. State. You got to beat you Penn need, state and you got to beat Ohio you state. Ohio state to, you need Ohio state to beat Michigan state. I think. Yeah. Which is it's likely Michigan state's not fucking good. Oh, Michigan was blowing them out and they just, whatever. So it's so, Okay. So it's Georgia, Alabama, Sparty, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma. That Oklahoma thing is like shocking to me because Michigan, I think, is ranked 10th in the AP. Michigan is nine in the AP. Yeah, nine. And yeah, Oklahoma is four, as you mentioned earlier in the AP and eight in the in the playoff rank. So the most shocking thing, well, the, the I think the most disappointing thing is where they have Cincinnati after what they've done for two years in a row. That's disappointing. But the Oregon piece is, I mean, they beat Ohio State. It's a little surprising. It's a little surprising to me. You know, I think on that college football playoff committee, like Condi Rice is on that. 
and she's a Stanford alum. I think they might have some Pac-10 alums on that thing that that's waiting that I think they're just sitting there and they're going, man, we don't we just don't have enough Pac-10 love in these rankings. But there's not any good team or what is it? The Pac-12 now? The Pac-12? Yeah, what I, whatever it is. All right. So hold on. One more time. On, she's not on it anymore. She's not on it anymore. All right. One more time. So Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, one through six. Yes. All right. So we we do we do they start doing this every week now? Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll we'll watch it. You know, the 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 whole season's in front of us, you know. This is when conference play starts to get really tight. You'll have the conference championship games. We'll see what happens. Um, well, see, the thing is that the thing that's really interesting is like the, the team, like Ohio State, if they went out, I think they're in, you know, because obviously because Michigan State's going to drop yeah. and they're going to have another high quality win over Michigan should they win out. I don't know what I don't know what Cincinnati can do now. And, and this can't. is what they're, this they're was done. This was the worry going into it, unless. Unless you get Ohio State, Michigan State, and Michigan just all beating each other, and 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 whoever makes it into that the Big Ten championship game then loses to whoever's coming out on the other side, well, I, I don't if, know. If Ohio State wins out, Oregon's staying in because then Oregon has unless they lose, but they're but they're they have right. their own they have their own destiny. That just continues to make that win on their resume more and more attractive. So that. You know, that to me feels like the most likely scenario. Georgia, Alabama, they play in the in the SEC championship game. They're not dropping. If, if Georgia beats them, if Georgia pounds them, you don't think they drop them out? Man, they love Alabama. I, I find it. Well, I, mean, I mean, for good reason. That's, that's, that, yeah, that's a reputation yeah. earned. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. Look, this is the first ranking. I believe that it's never. I'm pulling from memory here, so I could be totally wrong. The team that has been unveiled at number one in the first ranking has never finished as the number one seed. And the four teams that have been unveiled in the first ranking have never all four made it. I think both of those are are accurate. So there's still a lot of movement. I don't know if I'm happy or just disgusted that Michigan is still alive. No, I was I, I knew the rankings too before while you were going through your whole shit. And I was like, try not to laugh. Sad. <laughs> well, we're back in it. Let's go. Let's beat the shit out of Indiana. Let's go blow, baby. All right. So this weekend, the only ranked matchup, week 11, only ranked matchup is number 12 Auburn at number 13 Texas AM. That's the feature game at 3:30 on CBS. No other ranked matchups this weekend. So check that one out. And that's all I got. You got anything else on college football? No, um, I'm a little reinvigorated now with those rankings. At the, you know, it's it's against the status quo. It, I, I like it. No, you're reinvigorated because now that means that you can fucking you and the rest of your little fucking cronies can shatter my heart on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, like you guys do every single year. My brother was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed. When Michigan lost on Saturday, I will not lie. I'm going to tell you something. I wanted them to I, be undefeated when we beat them. I do not believe that Michigan can beat Ohio State. There is <laughs> nothing about anything I saw this season 
And that game against Michigan State just confirmed it. So there was never at one point where I was like, ooh, Michigan's got them this year. That, that, I, that thought never creeped into my mind. So newsflash to you and to all the other Ohio State fans out there that listen to this and that love to fucking torment me, it wasn't going to happen this year anyways. I was already content with the fact that Michigan wasn't going to beat Ohio State, and I knew it, So, and that's not going to change with that. Don't forget at WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, follow, and subscribe. We are now available on all your favorite streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find us. We are also available on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at believe.com. That's B L E A V. And as always, we are presented by the one and only betonline.ag. With that, we love you and enjoy your lives. Shout out to the CFP playoffs, baby. Keeping that dream alive. Somebody suck me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.